All right, take it away, Dime Store Siri. Oh, wait, no, it's Sarah, Dime Store Siri already took it away. We are recording. Hooray. So I have to say that before we start recording. <laughs> All right, so uh, last week in our ultra, ultra long mega session. Was it uh, only like an hour longer than usual? Uh, it was like 90 minutes. Oh, okay. It, it, was, it was over four hours. We usually, we've been running like two and a half lately. Ah, all right. Um, all right, so last time you uh, uh, were back at the Silver Spear, or Sapphire Spear um, in in Hokkaido. Uh, Brinley had gone to sleep. Uh, and so 88 thought it'd be nice to bring her up a nice hot tub of bath water uh, before realizing that she was frozen solid, the solid block of ice. Uh, which freaked you all out, naturally, as having one of your friends in a solid block of ice would. <laughs> Meanwhile, Gwen got a note from Zori, <clears throat> inviting him and him alone to come talk to her and to give her a chance to explain herself. She gave him an address for a tavern and told him to meet her there at midday at the Chisana Tavern. Uh, so you all went and tried to set up a sting. You... Uh, Inform the constabulary ahead of time where Zori would be. Uh, and then um, uh, Gwen went to go, to go meet there, uh, but found uh, once arriving at the Chisana Tavern, a tavern that's a, which is specifically made for kobolds, uh, that she was dead in one of the rooms downstairs. Uh, so. Suspicious. You, uh, there was a message about uh, Micaias, you know, stay out of Hokkaido. Uh, written on the wall in her own blood. <laughs> so you went to the constabulary. They collected her body, uh, gave you a uh, slip to be turned into the bank for 500 gold pieces for the reward. Uh, you made your way back to the uh, to the tavern uh, to let people know, but only to find out that you'd been pickpocketed along the way. Uh, and so that ended that. You... Um, Nithis went to the library and found it to be a really awesome underground structure that had tons of books and researchers and all sorts of hidden fees. Uh, trying to investigate what's going on with Brindley and her ice condition. Uh, Gwyn uh, discovered a weapon and armor shop run by an Austern Hiddleston. Uh, and then the next day, Brindley awoke, uh, but she was no longer the Brindley that you all knew. Um, her appearance had changed dramatically, kind of uh, changing from sort of uh, tall, blue skin, kind of water genasi to something a little more mysterious, <laughs> a little uh, smaller and a little more uh, dangerous looking. Uh, and more concerningly, the bubbly personality that Brindley had had seemed to have evaporated with the rest of her appearance, leaving a oddly compliant version <laughs> in uh, in her stead. Uh, you all looked a little more into it uh, and through an 88 found through a master scribe uh, at the library that pointed, uh, pointed in the direction of um, Hagdom for Brindley's appearance and behaviors uh, and suggested that uh, perhaps you all visit the hag that the old lady in the woods who could or could not be a hag. <laughs> uh, that uh, her mom made the bargain with uh, 
to see if there are some answers there. So you decided that um, you would, instead of going to visit Gwyn's folks under the mountain, that it'd probably be a good time to head back to Dusk Manor and go visit Brindley's folks uh, to see, see if you can try to restore her to her normal self. Um, once arriving back at Dusk Manor, uh, you all had a bite to eat, built yourself a little fire in the backyard and got rip-roaring drunk, <laughs> for those of you who <laughs> drink. Uh, I think only Mythos drank, right? I, oh yeah, I guess uh, Brindley drank at the tavern the night before, right? Yes. So Nithis got, got drunk. Um, but then Nithis put away the alcohol because it freaked her out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Brindley was so compliant. Nithis was like, what the fuck? Uh, and so then uh, before going to retiring for the evening, you decided to talk to Lausia uh, uh, about it. Um, and she kind of gave you second confirmation of, uh, of, the, um, of the hag theory. So, or Lucia, not Lucia, <laughs> Lucia Bosmus. Uh, and so you retired for the evening uh, and that is where we made our end for the session. You all leveled up um, uh, on the hit dice. Brindley got a seven, Gwen got a six, and this got a four and 88 got a seven. Exciting. All right. Uh, and then I think the, um, the new levels were all pretty not a lot of choices, though, uh, yeah. to give you access to new spells, uh, new levels of spells and stuff. Like, did anybody make any other changes that I should know about? I picked up. I switched out a couple of different spells. Um, I picked up Synaptic Static mm -hmm. as my fifth level spell, and Teleportation Circle because I have two of those. And I got rid of a couple others, and I now I have Fireball and Flame Blade. Nice. Need that Fireball, yo. <laughs> I don't know how I live so long without it. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's really true. Um, and then Amanda and Matt, both your characters, uh, don't have to worry about choosing spells. And nope. Sean, I think you're in the same boat. Right? Do you have to? No, do you have I, I, I chose. I chose some spells. Oh, what spells I, did you? I chose uh, Aura of Vitality, so I can actually cast prayer, what I thought Prayer of Healing has done for the last six months, <laughs> or wanted it to do, mm -hmm. and uh, Spirit Shroud. Nice. And then I get Counterspell and Hypnotic Pattern, as kind of always prepared spells. Cool. Very nice. That yeah. is awesome. All right. So, um, it is the 18th of Sylvian. It is midweek. Uh, you all awaken or come or are already awake if you don't sleep in uh, Dusk Manor. Um, what would you like to do today? Actually, I did have a question about spells. Um, mm hmm for does anyone actually have a revivify any, anymore brinley i know did i yeah i i mean i'm still a druid so okay, okay. i don't think i took it today but mm -hmm. i do, i can revivify i can reincarnate well do you have the material components for revivify because they are extensive oh that's right no i do not it costs i think 300 gold pieces worth of diamonds if i recall correctly Oof. 
So that is that is worth shopping for at some point. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Last last the first campaign, y'all got spoiled because I put it on a stick, which was in hindsight a mistake. But <laughs> I only got used once. I only got used once. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, three hundred gold of diamonds. Yes. Yes. Cool. Okay. Um, <laughs> so yeah, 18th Sylvian midweek. Uh, still early summer. It's actually uh, starting to heat up a bit outside. Uh, the The air is humid, uh, and uh, the noonday sun gets. It's getting into like the low eighties. Oh, low 80s. There's <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> only like two days a year when it gets that warm here. Uh, I, you know, though, we actually get that week. We always get that week of like in the 90s, and I hate it. <laughs> so, uh, you know what? I will, I'll even take low 70s, goddammit. Yes. It I'll is take good. my 60s at this point. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, um, uh, you'll awaken. There is a uh, carefully prepared breakfast from Blair, um, and uh, including uh, for Brinley's sake, uh, some very bland oatmeal. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I will go wake up, pull on some clothes, and go eat some bland oatmeal. You are officially my seven-year-old mother. <laughs> Um, uh, Blair says, "Oh, um, Master Brindley." Uh, yes. How how are, how do you find the breakfast this morning? Very good, thank you. Well, I after learning of your new dietary restrictions, I've tried to incorporate them into the meal planning going forward. So, if there's anything that you do not like, just please let me know. Yes, of course. Can I eat more oatmeal? Oh, and 88, you camped outside of uh, Brindley's room, correct? Yep, so I follow her down to breakfast. I don't say anything. It's typical. Not going to comment on 88's choices. <laughs> um, Master 88, did you find your signal state restful? Yes. Thank you, Blair. Yes. Says, well, if you need me, just call. Uh, I'll be out weeding the garden. Have you found any free time to peruse the library since last we spoke? Oh, yes. I have read several tomes per your suggestion since the last time we spoke. And have any of them caught your interest? Pauses. Well, I did read some tomes of history, but um, I've in ingested the information, but... Uh, I'm afraid to say that I did not find the experience to be enjoyable or unenjoyable. It just was. Hmm. Well, you should keep at it. You know. <clears throat> uh, and then he picks up a... Uh... <laughs> Actually, he doesn't pick up. <laughs> he just pulls out a spectral pair of gloves and some uh, shears and floats through the wall. <laughs> <laughs> spectral sunbonnet. Goes like goes like this, and they appear in his hands. All right. Uh, so uh, Gwen and um, Nithis come down at some point. Mm 
Uh, yeah, uh, the windows are open. It's quiet outside. You hear you know the sounds of birds and wildlife in the woods. Uh, light wind uh, rustling through the leaves. So what do we want? Do we want to try the try the mystery teleport and see where we end up? And did I mean, we have Okay. Did we have a chance? Did I finish the carriage? Uh, we didn't work on. Uh, You're going to work on it today, I think. Okay. I want to get the carriage finished because I just need one more day, right? Mm -hmm. One more full day. One eight hours of of work. Okay. Yeah, I want to get that done before we leave again, just in case. Okay. I'm happy to assist you with this. Thank you. All right. So you can get it done in four hours. Noise. Sure. Would you like some attention, sir? I would I? Would helping? Would more people helping help or get in the way? It would help. You, if it's three of you, you could get it done in two hours. If it's the four of you, you could get it done in an hour. Okay, I will help. Nobody asked me to help. I'm gonna stay sitting at the table for <laughs> hours. Brindley, would you like to help too? Do you want me to help? Only if you want to. Okay, I'll help. Impa's gonna help by making muffins. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like 88's been teaching Blair how to self-actualize and now he's gonna have to teach Brindley too. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so um, you all get to work in the carriage. Um, uh, so this is just uh, basically what you're doing um, is uh, you uh, the interior cushions. Oh no, the exterior, right? It has to be repainted because you did the cushions and you fixed the uh, the hitches and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, so you you would just all take you know, are scraping the paint off, repainting it. What colors would you like to paint your new carriage? I vote purple and teal, but I will not resist if that's too garish. I have no opinions. I mean, carriage, as far as I'm concerned. So, <laughs> and kobolds are all four very bright colors, so that certainly fits Gwen's aesthetic. Alicia painted her house purple and orange, and I was real worried about it, but it looks so good. Yeah, it's, it's fabulous. I'm very it's jealous. Amazing. Um, nice. All right, so it takes it takes an hour. Uh, and then the rest of the day, just to let the paint really set and dry, uh, you, you wheel it out of the carriage house, which is in a vast state of disrepair, as no work <laughs> has been done on it yet. Uh, and you kind of let the let it dry in the uh, in the warm uh, in the warm sun. Okay, I watch the paint dry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, so, do we want to attempt the um, the mystery teleportation? while we're waiting I mean to see if it gets us because I think wasn't it like eight days to get to Carthel yeah it's gonna be a while oh, yeah so maybe we can just see we can pop over and see if it gets us any closer to where we're headed yeah let's do that okay wouldn't it be convenient if it took you straight to East Hill <laughs> right why is this teleportation circle in Brinley's basement <laughs> <laughs> And that would add layers to this mystery. You guys have no idea. <laughs> As I go back at, through Chris and I's chat to double check a couple of things. 
it's it's inside I have some suspicions. A, it's it's inside a big tree with a letterbox on the front that says M Hag. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you're gonna do the uh, teleportation circle. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. I'm, I'm assuming you let Blair know. Uh-huh. And Blair says, well, um, I will hold down the fort and keep those vampires at bay. Good job, Blair. Mm -hmm. uh, so you head down to the basement. Uh, what are you bringing with you? Just mm. like your normal stuff? Regular gear. And Brinley. Oh, so much. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're bringing me with. All right. I have nothing. Except what Gwen gave me. Is there me. anything in the house that we can get Brinley? Like what? Uh, any magical items? Nothing. Nothing. No magical items. Okay. I mean, she still has her magical staff and her magical armor, so she's not completely bereft uh, of items. Well, and I gave her a bag of holding and yes. I think Talk I gave her the the platinum. Um, no, you gave me the cloak of bill billowing. You the ring didn't the fit because it's not magical. Oh, yeah. right, right. The ring didn't resize. That's right. Um, that's right. Yeah, eighty-eight's just gonna have to craft a new one. Is that something you wanted to do overnight, Matt? Because if so, you, I think there's no reason you couldn't. Not have. yet. No. Okay. Cool. It's something I I want to bring these consultation on, and she's not in a consulting capacity at the moment. Fair enough. <laughs> she's not she's not full of opinions. <laughs> no, she's not. All right. So the uh four of you plus Winchester, poof. Uh, <laughs> uh get ready. Um Nithis uh in the sand puts in the complex teleportation sigil. Um uh, then you, you all step on the uh, circle and reality melts away then rebuilds itself back up around you. Uh, you are in a pitch black environment. Who has dark vision? I do. I put on my dark vision goggles. Yay, I'm so glad I bought them. <laughs> I have dark vision now. I do. Oh, interesting. I have dark vision as well. All right, so-, so I'm the only person who's in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> so 88 in Winchester. Uh, can't see a thing. The rest of you can see that you're in some sort of stone room. Uh, there is a large uh, wooden door uh, on one end of it, the teleportation circle on the floor, and then another one of those canisters of sand uh, uh, nearby. Uh, you see a stasis glyph over the door in front of you. Hmm. Uh, it's also cold. Cold. Hmm. But you're underground, you would imagine. Okay, okay. okay. Uh, because there's no windows. You're either underground or in an interior room. Either way, it's cold. I think I have a torch I can light if we want. Well, I can cast a light spell if it is safe to do so. Let's hold on a second. Let me undo this entropic ward and peek out the door. And then if like, there's nothing waiting to attack us, we can maybe light something then. Just so we're not like, hey, we're here with light. So I'll go ahead. I'll do that. All right. So you walk up. You touch the uh, the uh, entropic shard. Uh, it cracks and vanishes. Uh, the You try the door handle. The door appears to be unlocked. 
I open it just a little bit and peek out. All right. Uh, uh, in front of you is a um, long, uh, straight hallway that mm -hmm. ends at a series of stairs uh, and then like what appears to be storm doors. Um, like cellar doors? Yeah. Okay. Um, and there's no other, um, if I open the door a little wider, there's no other doors in the hallway? Correct. Okay. Well, uh, looks like there's storm doors up ahead. Uh, and as you squint, you see that the storm doors themselves also have an interfix seal over them. Oh, okay. Double sealed. I like it. Um, all right. You guys want to light the way so 88 can see? I will cast light. Bingo bongo hot ta ta. <laughs> That'll do it. All right. So, uh, magical light springs the life from where do you put it on, 88? Uh, I will put it on uh, my holy symbol. So it just glows out from me. Mm -hmm. nice. catching, the, catching the halo of Winchester as you, the bright sparkle. Um, once the light is um, lit up, are there, is there anything in this room? Are there any more scrolls? You don't see any scrolls in this room yet, no. Nothing, no wall hangings or anything? It's, it's bare. Okay. All right. Um, so you, uh, do you, uh, all right, so you're in the hall. What do you do? Um, you ready, guys? I follow whoever's taking initiative and leaving. Should <laughs> someone search that room for, like, secret doors or stuff? I guess if you want to. We all know you always want to. <clears throat> I'm actually really piss poor at it, so I thought I'd mention it, but... <clears throat> If I will know, search for secret okay. doors. <laughs> uh, it's a shame that my uh, rec recovering uh, archaeologist doesn't hear. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> um, all right. Uh, roll me um, uh, in, in a perception check to see if you find anything. Perception, you say. Mm -hmm. 27. Nice. Wow. Wow. <laughs> If there was anything in, it's not anymore. <laughs> uh, so uh, you quickly figure out that one of the stones in the wall is an illusion. Hmm. I took uh, it. And when you reach your hand in there, uh, you, f you feel two scrolls. Yay! I withdraw them and offer them to Nithis. Grab your hand. <laughs> Can I look at them? Mm -hmm. Is one of them an... Uh, are they both different, or one of them's my home and one of them is Dusk Manor, uh, and the other one goes somewhere else? I knew it. A fourth. Oh. All right. Oh my nose, Andrew. <laughs> yes. Did you have a no, thought? No. <laughs> different, different character, different reaction to what just happened. <laughs> Rangroom would have said something snarky. Gwen is just mm -hmm. happy. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, I will tuck those away happily and let's head out. I was going to ask if he found anything else, but that's 27, so I'm sure you would have offered it up already. <laughs> yeah, it's a very, very good roll. I will mm -hmm. uh, put the new sigil on the on the map. Yay! That's what I wanted. Yay! Sigil map. Cool, 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 cool. Ooh. Mm -hmm. 
So as we're walking out, I'm going to stay behind Brinley just to make sure that she doesn't get lost. Right, I so, will allow myself to be herded by 88. <laughs> uh, so you touch the sigil on the cellar doors, and as soon as you do so, you hear um, the sounds of wind kind of blowing. Okay. Uh, and a very cold uh, breeze starts to filter in. It's, you are shivering, wintry conditions. Okay. Well, I will open the door and see what happens. All right. Uh, you open the door um, and you find yourself, uh, there is snow as far as the eye can see. Um, uh, and you find yourself uh, coming out from underneath uh, a large stone wall uh, and there is a large fort uh, looking thing standing behind it. Uh, okay. And uh, you don't even see trees, it is ice just as hmm. okay. uh, far as the eye can see. Um, um, and then the fort, does it look like there's people there? Uh, you do see like smoke and fire, uh, like signs of that coming. Okay. Uh, I want to, once everybody's out the doors, I want to close them and then I want to pile snow up against them. Uh, so actually that's something else. The doors you come out of, it doesn't appear that you don't see them. Uh, it just looks like there's sort of a boulder there. Oh, good, good, good. Okay. Well, then I'm going to take a minute and triangulate where exactly we're at at the fort so I know how to get back here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, Fantastic. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, you see um, the fort. Uh, you also see what looks to be um, uh, some water, like perhaps, I'm sorry, off in the distance, not too far off in the distance, uh, you see what appears to be like big chunks of ice that are kind of broken up uh, and you actually see a ship uh, docked off not too far from where you're at. Oh, okay. And we see a flag. Um, you look and you do see a flag uh, above the fort. Uh, roll me a history check. <clears throat> Disadvantage. All right. Because you are not from around these parts. This is not going to go well for Gwen. <laughs> 23. Seven. <laughs> uh, 88, you recognize um, the flag of Frosthold, the city-state uh, to the far north. I believe that is the flag of Frosthold. It is a city-state to the far north. Interesting. Well, it sure feels north. It's fucking cold. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, it is very cold. Uh, you all actually, if you stay out here too longer, uh, we'll have to start making constitution checks versus the cold. Okay, well, uh, Nithis takes a nip out of the flask that she brought with her, and let's go. Let's find are, somewhere warmer than this. Are right. we going to stay here? or? I mean, let's go see where we're at. Investigate. <clears throat> okay. I mean, teleportation accident. Let's walk around. We don't need to stay the night. I don't should either. Okay. We can, we can always come back, but it'd be nice to see where we're actually at, get a look at a map. Well, I think we're going to, we're probably going to be a little bit, a lot suspicious because we're showing up with no cold weather gear in a teleportation, teleportation accident. accident. It's the answer to everything. That's the only thing you tell strangers is that we had a teleportation accident. We're adventurers. Crazy things happen all the time. The okay. truth is not necessary. 
ever. <laughs> Marching. All right, so uh, you make your way around to the front of the fort where you see some open gates uh, and a well-trodden path in the snow that leads from there to what appears to be a couple of uh, storage buildings on the edge of the harbor. Uh, near, kind of near where the ship is. But not like habitation, just like warehouses? Yeah, like you get the idea that they're, they don't look like, none of them have like fire coming from the chimneys or even have chimneys at all. Uh, it just looks like a place where they store things. And is there further in where people would be? Uh, yeah. Uh, and actually, as you come around this corner to the main gate, uh, you hear a voice kind of say, who goes there? Adventurers, we had an accident. What the fuck are you doing with no coats on? Get in here. Thank you. It's very cold. Uh, and you see uh, coming... Uh, out of the main gate, uh, bundled up in some very thick parkas. Um, uh, you see a couple of people that are gesturing for you to get inside. Noise. Okay. Um, they uh, uh, lead you inside um, to, uh, so there is this, this large fort uh, uh, and they lead you into a door and you find yourself, uh, what apparently it is some sort of tavern. Uh, you see a uh, bar and tables um, and uh, a couple of people uh, wearing thick coats with the hoods down, drinking stuff, uh, kind of scowling at the people that are coming as the door opens, going, shut the door, shut the door. Fair enough. Uh, and then everyone stops talking and looks at you all. Uh, Uh, and the barkeep just, uh, who is this uh, kind of stout, weathered, old dwarven woman uh, with uh, uh, kind of just face kind of permanently leathered from just the environment, uh, looks up and says, you need something warm, yes? Yes, please. Please have a seat. What's it? Question. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we were walking through the snow to get here, was Brindley shivering at all? Brindley? Yeah, it's cold. Oh, yeah. Wasn't sure if the cold would affect her now or not. So. All right, <laughs> question answered. Yep. Uh, so, um, she, uh, anybody here speak Dwarven? I don't think so. I do. Uh, and Dwarven yes. Idiot and Brindley, uh, she yells into the back for uh, one of her, uh, uh, for somebody to fetch some blankets. Uh, and uh, a few minutes later, uh, she sits down, um, she pours uh, whiskeys into three glasses uh, and then pours uh, three uh, ales and then drops the whiskeys into the glasses for you. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, and this uh, older looking dwarven man kind of comes out with uh, four, um, they just look like polar bear furs uh, and wraps them around each of you. Thank you. I drink. I am thoroughly uh, they, they have a cub sized fur for you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and uh, 
the old old lady says uh says uh so what are you doing out in snow with no coat on also who are you why are you here uh i just got the spell teleportation circle oh teleportation accident yeah she says only way people come here but not by boat (laughs) i can imagine it's very cold where are we you are in Frosthold, she says, um, in Pentralian ice fields, uh, northernmost settlement of all mankind, or all uh, people kind. <laughs> mm, wow. It's cold. Always is cold. This is summer. That's terrible. Oh, yes. Not a great place to live. No. We're going to leave real soon. Uh, well, before you go, uh, you should speak to Val. Why? Uh, because he is Lord of Frosthold and he will want to speak to you. It was an accident. We're leaving. You are not in trouble. Okay. If you were in trouble, we have very less warm dungeon that we would put you in. <laughs> Fair enough. It has window. It is quite cruel. No, no. That is mean. That is very mean. Uh, thank you for the whiskey and ale. <laughs> no bars on window. People free to go, but it is just certain <laughs> gestures. <laughs> That's hilarious. She says, is, 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 Frosthold, is Frosthold humor? But it's also true. Like best Frosthold humor. <laughs> I can't. I don't know why. That's just fucking weird. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> okay, I'm better. Um. Uh, she also has some warm bread and soup uh, that she uh, gives to you all. Uh, curiously, uh, she doesn't ask for any money in exchange. She just gives to you. How is the soup? Uh, lukewarm. <laughs> uh, kind of bland. Okay, I'll eat the soup. I enjoy the soup. Well, I don't really enjoy it, but I eat all the soup and the bread. Mm-hmm. Uh, she says, uh, many nutrients in soup. She mm-hmm. says, that soup older than me. Uh, what now? Every day we put more in, every day we take some out. Well, that sounds unsanitary. I continue eating my soup. Uh, it is always hot, so it is always good. Uh, Mythos finishes the bread <laughs> slowly. Uh, after uh, a few minutes, um, uh, she uh, after she gets you all souped up and and uh, and breaded up and stuff, she kind of tends to other things. She doesn't have a lot of questions. She doesn't really seem to care too much that you're here. Um, it's more just oddity for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, after a few minutes, um, the door opens, uh, and a tall, maybe like six foot four, lanky figure all bundled up uh, in a parka comes through the door uh, and um, Nithis when you when you look over at him uh, he puts his hood down and you have a kind of a shock 
uh, as you see angular features, uh, long white hair, uh, and uh, and he looks at you and he just kind of stares at you and as if he is dumbstruck. Like your 15th cousin twice you moved. <laughs> <laughs> He's one of me. Um, Talking to his brain. <laughs> Talking to his brain. I, I am right. actually going to do that. Yes. Make I'm going to make eye contact and uh, ask him if we can talk in private, not in the middle of bar. Do you say that in his head or out loud? In his head. Uh, he says, yes, absolutely. Um, right now, good? Yep. Good. Uh, he uh, kind of looks at the other three of you and says, um, uh, he says, my name is Valeri. Uh, he says, um, he says, you all are welcome to food, shelter, hospitality uh, here at Frosthold. Uh, uh, and he looks at the dwarven woman and says, Vadim, uh, give them uh, each their own room. Uh, make sure they have uh, good fires going. Um, give them anything they need. Is he the guy she said was in charge? Mm -hmm. Like the king of... The okay. lord, yeah. And she nods at him. She says, yes, my lord. Uh, he says, and what are your names? I am 88. I'm Nithis. And the whole time you guys are talking to him, he is just very obviously staring at Nithis. <laughs> uh, this is Gwen and Brinley. Huh? Say hi, Brinley. Hello. <laughs> he raises an eyebrow uh, and says, Nithis, perhaps uh, you would accompany me for some tea. Uh, uh, he says, um, in my uh, in my reception room. Yeah, sounds good, Gwen. Maybe you should give them a performance. Uh, one of the one of the burly men who's uh, kind of sitting over there drinking and eating says, "You play something." I pull out my lute. You bet. Love to hear a couple of songs. I can play something for you. And did the songs have anything to do with the sea, mermaids, fishes, or bears? A remarkably specific list, and I don't think so because <laughs> oh, probably... thank the god, something new! <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yes, yes, please play us a song. <laughs> I'm sure, it's a lot of mountains and tunnels and <laughs> and mushrooms. Huh. All right, well, I will, uh, I don't know, I, I guess I'll hop. I'll, I'll ask the the proprietor if I can hop up on a table and and give a little song. By all means. So I will perform. Let me performance check with advantage because you are not singing about any of the above mentioned topics. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, twenty six. Wow, very good performance. Nice. Yeah. You are just every time you go through one of these teleportation circles, you just. <laughs> It's the teleportation. That's what it is. You get that lingering teleportation aura about you. <laughs> I'm new and strange. All right. So, um, Nithis, you are led. Uh, uh, not. Uh, he actually goes out a back door to the uh, through the uh, tavern um, and leads you through a series of kind of long winding um, 
interior hallways uh, uh, to a um, large, well-appointed room with um, uh, with what, and much like the rest of the place, you just see furs hanging on all the walls. Uh, uh, but yeah, in this one, you see furs along the wall, a great fireplace, uh, a couple of chairs set up in front of it. Um, and uh, there is a, a pot of water on top of it uh, that's hot uh, and boiling. And he pour, ladles some water out of it into a teapot and throws some tea leaves in there. Uh, and gestures to a plush over stuffed chair near the fire. Um, what was his name again? Uh, Valeri. V-A-L-E-R-Y. Valeri. Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> so, hi. I did not, Caitlin. Okay. I, I didn't think so. Oh. Uh, he answers back. He says, um, hello. Uh, he says, uh, I never thought this day would come. Yeah, me either. Uh, um, do you he, he seems kind of, yeah, he says, I normally am not so... Um, flabbergasted? Flabbergasted, yes. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He says, uh, my name is, as I mentioned, my name is Valeri. He says, descendant of Val. Huh. My name is Nithis, as I said, descendant of Nith. Huh. Huh. He says, uh, I I don't know much of the others. He says, um, I've encountered other descendants of Val in moments of great distress. Yeah. But no one... um, (laughs) Uh, no one other than those related to Val? He shakes his head. No, he says, though, of course, I've not gotten terribly far. He kind of gestures to Frosthold. He says, um, Fair enough. Uh, he says, as the, uh, as the lord of this place, he says, uh, I'm unable to travel. <laughs> I'm unable to travel uh, terribly far away from home. Mm-hmm. Uh, he mm-hmm. says, though, I do have... Uh, he says some old diaries from long ago. Do you? Uh, he says, yes. Um, passed down through my family. They, they spoke of, they spoke of our, our, us mixing a little more freely back in those days. Oh. Um, he says, like- uh, he says through the network, whatever that is. Huh. But those were oh, just, yeah descendants of Val, right? No, he says um, others others of the Kalishtar. Okay, so like a couple weeks ago, one of us murdered some Windhavian soldiers. Did you see that? He says, not, he says were, they, were they from a descendant of Nith? I don't know. That's what I don't know. He says, um, he says, I've talked to a few of the others that I've seen when these things happen, and they all appear to be descendants of Val. Okay, 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 okay. He says, um, we don't typically, it seems 
there is an intrinsic connection among our own lines, but yeah. he says, um, but this, he says, uh, another Kalish star, not of my line here in my, in my study. Well, yeah, crazy. Um, he says, um, how did you come to be here? He says, was it actually a teleportation accident? Uh, okay. Um, what's this going to do? <laughs> <laughs> you can't start things out with a lie. Uh, that's that's, the, that's the Brindley over your one shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true at all. This is very suspicious of everyone. And then yourself is other, your, over your other shoulder. Don't say a thing. No, there's there's new Brindley. Do you really want to lie? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, uh, we definitely got here by teleportation. I'm hesitant to offer much more because we don't actually know each other. Um. You said, well, in point of order, uh, the teleportation circle in your basement, if you, you have the scrolls from down there now, so it's not like... He can't make it back? He can't make it back without knowing your, your circle. Fair so. enough, fair enough, fair enough. Um, <clears throat> it's, it's been a fascinating past couple of weeks. Um, I will go ahead. I will go ahead and give him the scroll that I found um, with the ring in it. Oh, with the um... the one you gave to me in person. Oh, oh wow, wow. <laughs> maybe not. No, maybe I don't want to do that. I mean, it's up to you. I, I don't know what I want to do. It, that's just, as I said, it's just, it's funny. I won't tell you about the teleportation circle, but here's all my secrets. Here's everything. Uh, <laughs> go back to the other guys. Let them perform. I don't all know. All right. I'll, I'll let you, I'll come back to you. You think about, <laughs> you, think about you think about this for a second. <laughs> all right. So uh, Gwen is down in the, in the bar performing a hell of a performance. Uh, he really seems to be energized just like he was back in uh back in his first Sapphire Spear performance. Uh, Gwen and 88, what are you two doing? Or not Gwen and 88, 88 and Brindley, what are you two doing while Gwen's performing? Um, people, by the way, people like have been coming in, more and more people as the word has spread that there's new people here and one of them is performing. Like the bar is starting to fill up with people that are coming in from other parts of the keep. I'm sitting with my hands in my lap. I just imagine 88 every once in a while turning and kind of like side-eyeing at, at Brindley. <laughs> yep. Sorry, Caitlin, when that was more interesting. No, <laughs> that's fair. Um, uh, at some point, 88 will, glancing over at Brindley, say, does the cold bother you, Brindley? Cold? It's not comfortable. Would you like a seat closer to the fire? No, I'm fine. Thank you, though. Would you like something else to drink? 
Should I have something else to drink? Are you thirsty? Maybe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, well, will, I will try and get the the barkeep's attention and get another ale for Brimley. Uh, <laughs> she says, "Um, uh, well, um, uh, <clears throat> uh, Valeria said that you could have anything you want. So, uh, <laughs> what is it uh, you would like?" Another ale for my friend, please. With the whiskey in it or without? Without this time. Oh my God, come on. She looks at you, Brindley. That's what you want? <clears throat> I look at 88 and I look back. 88 nods. Yes. She raises an eyebrow at this, but goes and gets an ale with no whiskey and brings it back to you. She says, teleportation accident. Where, where, where from? Pericles. Oh. She says, far too south, yes. She says, um, aren't they in war now? Not at the moment. Only matter of time before empire starts one. I imagine you are far from such concerns. Well, they in the in the next couple of years, maybe I don't know. Uh, this accent's really slipping around. <laughs> <laughs> if I may ask, the ships in the harbor, where are they from? Uh, she says, um, "Let me pull up map so I can give you accurate uh, country name." <laughs> uh, she says that she says that ship there. She says it is Frosthold ship. She says, but we'll soon be heading towards uh, Valdeheim. She says country and east. She says also very cold. What sort of trade do you do with Valdeheim? Uh, she says um, all sorts of things. She says. Uh, Caravans come up from south with goods. Uh, Valdeheim sends goods back over to head back down south. Ores, grains, magical items from Altaria. I see. So this is a major seaport to the west. She says, only reason people would live here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she says... Um, I'm expecting a caravan from Pericles actually in next week or two. When you see them, please give them our regards. Do you know? <clears throat> I believe so. Hmm. I will do that. They will likely be very surprised we reached, we got here before they did. She nods. <sighs> she says, um, uh, she says, uh, 
Where were you trying to go for teleportation? Somewhere else cold? <laughs> I do not know. <clears throat> she raises an eyebrow at that, but doesn't press any further. I have not been briefed on the lie. <laughs> <laughs> not untrue. She says... You are still not strangest encounter we've had in past month, so. And what would the strangest encounter you've had be? Yeah. She says, um, she says, nude man appeared out in snow. She says, um, near death, uh, blood coming out of eyes and nose and ears and all things. Did not talk, recovered, and then vanished. That's weird. That is very strange. As you, as I said, you were not the weirdest thing this month, even. <laughs> I, I do not tell lies. I, I am humble barkeep. I believe you. She smiles. Meanwhile. <laughs> Hopefully you've been thinking, Caitlin. I have been thinking and rereading uh, some things. <laughs> uh, so meanwhile, up with Valeri. Uh, so I think he asked you um, how you came, and then you said teleportation, uh, <laughs> and then tried to change the subject. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've never met anyone else who was Kalistar who wasn't... Um, related to Nith as well, but I did find a teleportation circle that only I could access. And it brought me here. He says, um, you're, the, you're the stasis holder. Yep. <laughs> he says, so you, you came in through the basement. He did. He says behind the false boulder. Yeah. Wow. 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 Uh, he pours some tea. Uh, now that it's steeped, hands you a glass. He says. Um, he says that's how we our people used to be connected. The teleportation circles? He nods. Yeah. He says, and then long time ago, he says, long, he says, tens of generations ago, uh, he says, they were shut off. We had no longer had access to them. So, okay, Caitlin needs her memory refresh. <laughs> So, when was Mitharian at Dust Manor? 1300s of uh, PC. 1300 PC. Mm-hmm. So, about a thousand years ago. About a thousand years ago. Okay. So, your family has records of more than a thousand years ago? Uh, he says. We, we, we do, he says. Um, 
He says, uh, we have uh, some ancient diaries. He says from, uh, he says from the 11 and 1200s. Uh, he says, um, he says, and as the Lord of uh, Frosthold, he says, of course, my line of heraldry is traced back, he says, for 1500 years. Oh, wow. Okay. He says, yeah, it's a, unfortunately, it's a, a, a thing. Oh, is it? Is it a thing? I don't agree with it, but it is. Yes. He says, what, don't, uh, what don't you agree with? Inherited titles. It's never made much sense to me. What if I came out unable to lead? Like, that's. You came out. <laughs> <laughs> he says. Uh, he says it's quite the quite the burden to place on a child. Yeah. Uh, I my family was a family of merchants, so there's that. Um. He says, so why did you choose the sailing life? He says, you have sailor written all over you. <laughs> I was like, how do you? But he does live in a port city. I, he deals with sailors all day, every day. He says, right. he says, he says, only sailors have hands that calloused and faces that tan. Okay. <laughs> I was like, for a minute, I was like, oh, hell no. And I was like, never mind, never mind. Um, just decided the right thing for me to do i don't want to talk about my past um hey absolutely fine he says i i don't mean this as an insult he says but it must be it must be nice to have been able to choose your path yeah yeah i've pretty much just been able to make all sorts of choices <laughs> um have you ever seen something like this? And I'll pull out a, a replica drawing of that ring. He looks at it. Shakes his head, no. Mm. He says, uh, it's important <clears throat> to you. It is. Apparently it's a family heirloom from Nith or from someone around Nith's time. I'm not exactly sure when. Wow, quite old then. Yeah, who knows if it even still exists. I just found out about its existence like a week ago or something. He says, <clears throat> he says, do you know how far back it goes? I, he says, I've got about 1500 years, but I'm sure, you know, the last person I've record of wasn't named Val, so. Yeah, I mean, it was in, yeah, it goes back um you know you know uh it goes back over 2000 years okay so if i said um pre-calamity it's still another thousand years before that right uh 1400 years before the calamity yeah before okay. for for calamity <laughs> <laughs> um it's early in the pre-calamity era. He says, um, he says, I need to ask you an important question. Okay. I, I feel like I can trust you. 
Um, but I'm not naive. Yeah. Uh, you apparently can access the teleporta a teleportation circle hidden beneath my fort. Yeah. Is that going to be a problem? Oh, no. No, 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 no. Um, it's very cold here, and I'm sure you're a very nice person, but I don't want to come back. Just <laughs> FYI. Like, you seem really nice, but I don't want to be here again. And I'm not, obviously, I'm not going to give anyone else that this information because they don't need any information about Kalistar. No one does, except us. He nods. He says, um, I can talk to my relatives. Um, you sounds like can talk to yours. Well, there's only three of us, so you know. He says, Well, that you know of. I mean, yeah, but that's all. You're literally the only other Kalistar other than my direct relatives that I've ever met. Do you think that we can communicate over such distances? Worth a try. He says, uh, uh, he says, well, uh, give it a try sometime. I will. Uh, well, yeah, I'd really love to read your diaries, but obviously that's a family heirloom issue, so. He says, um, well, perhaps I could read selected portions of it to you if this does work. Okay. Fair enough. He says, is there anything that's like that in your family? Uh, there's one particular scroll that I have, but it has some very individual information about my particular family. <laughs> and it's the only thing that I have. Hold on. Sorry, you guys didn't hear me yelling. We're at it. Just staring at me right now. Um, so, I mean, yes, I do have one singular scroll that was written by one of my ancestors, but I'm very hesitant to share it with anyone. He says, understandable, but, but perhaps we can build that rapport someday. Um, honestly, I think maybe it's an inevitability, but uh, I need to take my time getting there. So, you know, it's... um, yeah. Um, I forgot my dad and my sister's name, Mithrin and Mitharin. I believe that's Mitharin is definitely one of them. Um. Uh, yeah, your dad is, yeah, Nithin and then uh, Natharin. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's my my father and my sister, Kalistar, that I know. Um, yeah. I'm very taken aback by all of this. 
I am too. He says, quite the shock. Not what I was expecting today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I don't feel comfortable giving you my particular teleportation circle address. And <laughs> I will go ahead and take out the, um, the one that has his address on it. Mm-hmm. And I will give it to him. And I'll say, obviously, I've already memorized it and I can't do away with that. But here's this. It's the address to your basement. <laughs> oh, uh, well. He says, this will come in handy. Yeah. And then no one can get it off of me. He says, where did you find it? Another teleportation accident in Hokkaido. Apparently there are a network of these teleportation circles. He nods. He says, as my, as my family's diaries mention, he says, um, so is there another one of us in Hokkaido? Eh, we ran into some trouble in Hokkaido, so I don't know. <laughs> didn't stay that long. He says, oh. um, well, he says, if you at some point, if you trust me with the Hokkaido circle, he says, I can investigate. I would love a change of scenery. <laughs> I'm sure you would. Um, there's nothing in Hokkaido that would lead back to Dusk Banner, right? No. Just some wolves that might attack them. <laughs> right. Um... Can you memorize a teleportation circle and make use of it? Uh, well, he, I mean, there is, uh, he doesn't know this, but you know this. There is a device that would let him use it in his basement. Yeah, but if he memorized it, he wouldn't be stuck anywhere. Right? Right. Yeah. Okay. Because I don't want to give him the scroll. Yeah. Um, do your diaries mention any other places like this one or the one in Hokkaido? Um, he says, uh, according to the diaries, they connected to uh, Kalashtar all, all over the world. Hmm. Okay. It's very unsettling. I will go ahead and... Uh... He says, it's more unsettling for me that apparently you're the only one that can open them and use them. Yeah. There's some other stuff going on. <laughs> like I said... Not going to pry. I can uh, tell that you're a private person. Yeah, and I mean, here though is the uh, the Hokkaido one. I I will be keeping the scroll, but you can just you can actually just write it down on a piece of paper. Okay, I didn't really want to give him a. You can burn that after you're done with it. How about that? <laughs> um, and then I'll show you how to use uh, the basement mm -hmm. so that you can move about. He says, um, I can also make sure that you have some furs to wear while you go down there. That'd be great because it's really fucking cold here. No shit. Really fucking cold. Have you ever thought of moving? I have responsibilities here. That sucks. Do you have any other family here? Mom, dad, anything? Uh, he says, I, he says, uh, I'm the last of them. Oh, I'm sorry. 
Uh, he says uh, there are some other uh, Val descendants. Um, he says uh, there's some down in Sujerus, uh, Lorraine. Okay. He says, um, but uh, no, he says uh, my parents have perished. Uh, I have no siblings and I have no children. So. Sorry to hear that. How old is he? Uh, he's, he's like in his mid-twenties. Oh my god, goodness, he's very young. Mm-hmm. Maybe That's... late twenties in there. It's hard to tell. But... Okay. Um. Yeah, that's unfortunate. He says, it is what it is. He says, life up here is harsh. True. I can tell by it's so cold. Everything, yes, yes. It is, it is cold, yes. <laughs> it's so cold. Um, all right. Um, is there? I just realized something. I fucked something up. Oh, I this contradict. Uh, sorry, this contradicts some of my handout material. I need to, I need to reconcile that at some point. Okay, but nothing to do with this conversation. Uh, I forgot that I had settled on a different leadership structure for Frosthold. Oh, too late now. <laughs> yep, it's canon. It's canon now. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, any other, anything else you can think of that we might need to discuss? <laughs> he says, no, but look out for Magnet Erlen Vidarsson. You what? He says, he's the, uh, he's the, uh, he says, I'm the Lord of this keep, but he's the leader of the city state. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name again? <laughs> Erlen Vidarsson. Is he an mm-hmm. asshole? No, he's actually quite the nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's a Goliath. You can't miss him. You can't miss him. Uh, he says he's uh, currently in his 12th year of rule. His popularity <laughs> shows no signs of waning anytime soon. Uh. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> oh, that's what I get for planning without without double checking, cross referencing. Oopsie doopsie. Oopsies. No big deal. He says, uh he says my my he says uh my family was friends with the with Magdarson uh before they passed. Oh, okay. I mean, you uh, still have that connection, though, right? Oh yeah, yes, yes. I just he says uh, he says the politics of trade. He says uh, I don't have much interest in, but mm, it is boring, isn't it? Mm-hmm. He says being a house le- uh, a fort uh, a fort leader is bad enough. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine. <sighs> I'm just glad I'm not selling claw. Speaking <sighs> of flaw, there's a small chance that I may be interested in starting a trade network through said teleportation circles. 
Mm. How would you feel about that? He says, um, he says, safer trade. He says, lower costs. He says, uh, it, it's something that could work out. He says, though, um, he says, he says, though, what are you connected to? Is it just, you, you know, your, you see at the teleportation circle in Hokkaido, we've got the one here. Uh, he says, in what country are you from? <clears throat> Windhaven. Oh, so a teleportation circle in Windhaven, he says. Um, that could be iffy. Uh, no offense, but uh, you know the empire is quite on quite a roll. Yeah, no, that's tr that's true. But my family are merchants, and if I could find a secure way in and out of Windhaven, we could uh, maybe set a thing up. Uh, he says I'll have to speak to the magnet. Uh, I, I think the the most important thing would be keeping the teleportation circle safe so that no one else could use it. Because I very much intend, if this goes through, for it to be a monopoly. There mm -hmm. will be no question about that. The thought I had. He says, well, it's something we can consider as uh, our friendship continues to grow beyond this blossoming. Okay. Um, shall we get a drink? <laughs> Absolutely, yes. I'll introduce you to my friends. They don't know about us as Kalstar. The detail. He nods. Uh, he heads back downstairs um, with you. Uh, just in time for Gwen to finish up his uh, mighty performance to thunderous and rapturous applause. <laughs> nice. Thank you. Thank you. Praise Chalik. <laughs> what? Praise Chalik. Oh. Um, <sighs> uh, so he goes downstairs. Um, uh, and on the way, he... Uh, he he stops by uh, his quarters and uh, procures some actual uh, parkas uh, for the lot of you. Oh, nice. Um, and so when, he, when you guys get downstairs, he uh, gives each of you a, a parka um, and says, uh, you can leave that in the uh, teleportation room when, when you leave. He says, that way it's here whenever you come back. Thank you. He says, um, let me take you all on a tour of, uh, of um, a frost hold. Okay. You guys okay with that? Yeah. Very interesting. Very uh, cool. Very interesting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he says, so as you know, the frost hold is, uh, perhaps you didn't know, is the city here, uh, the only the only inhabited part of uh, Friendamel Island. Gestures around. Uh, he, he leads you through... Um, some parts of the fort complex. So you see the, the tavern and inn here. He says, a lot of traders um, uh, stay in this portion of the keep, uh, you know, as they come and go. Uh, it's rare, he says, it's one of the, he says, I'm not aware of any other inn in the world that's connected to, you know, the entire city, all indoors like this. How big uh, is the city? Uh, the keep itself is, um, very large. Uh, 
it's uh i mean it's got uh it's got living quarters enough for um uh for you know a hundred and fifty or so people um in addition to the you know great halls for eating um which he points out to you uh and um you know his his quarters for the Lord of the Keep. Uh, the Magnus quarters is the leader of the of the city state. Uh, uh, he he shows you a a great hall that they use for like a, a or I guess more of a ballroom that they use for socializing and dancing, um, things like that. Mm -hmm. uh, a, a very small, um, not very terribly well stocked library. Uh, though he says, uh, if you can acquire any more fiction books, he says they will trade for quite the uh, appreciable markup here. We are hungry for them. Um, uh, and then he leads you up to the tallest part of the tower and then uh, points out uh, across, he shows you the, uh, he says, this is our lookout point. Uh, you see a couple of soldiers stationed there. Um, and uh, you see below you um, the uh, keep structure, the thick walls around it. Uh, buildings you saw earlier um there's actually more of them than you realize there's uh a few dozen or so they all look like um storage buildings though uh you see the the one ship there in the dock you see that the docks themselves are um constructed of stone uh in, in the cold water uh and he says so this is uh this is Frosthold, um and all of its Frostholdness. Yes. Uh, as he leads back downstairs, he says, um, uh, he says, uh, we, uh, uh, the only reason that this place exists, uh, he says, as um, uh, there was mithril and gold discovered in the grounds beneath it. Uh, he says an extensive mining system. Uh, he says, oh, those supplies of, those, or, those veins have long since been tapped dry. That's too bad. He says, but it gave him the wealth needed to build this place uh, and get the trade route set up. Yeah. Was it uh, your family that did all that? Uh, he says, uh, yes, my family were in the um, original uh, exploration team. Uh, he says, our people actually come from Valdeheim originally. Oh, okay. Uh, he says, and... Uh, while uh, he says, uh, you know, so while scouting the island, we were forced to take refuge here. We found the mines, and the rest they say is history. Ooh. Uh, he says, um, those of us that were uh, fortunate enough not to be tied to the land uh, eventually fled south, but. Others <laughs> huh. can't quite say the same. Um, he says, anyway, he says, if you're interested, he says, you should come back for the uh, Midsummer's Festival. It's quite the, uh, quite the unusual experience, one that I don't think you'll find uh, anywhere else. Uh, what is that? Um, he says, uh, well, um, nearly 24 hours of continuous sunlight. So the sun barely dips below the horizon for about an hour. Huh. Uh, he says, um, it's coming up, he says, uh, in just a few weeks, he says, the Eighth of Fools. Okay. That might be something. Who knows where we'll actually be on the Eighth of Fools. Mm -hmm. 
I'm sorry, it's the eighth of calamity now. I forgot that they changed fools mm -hmm. to calamity this age. <laughs> the eighth of eighth of calamity. That's awesome. All right. Uh, cool. He says, Well, um, you wish to show me this uh teleportation thing. Yeah. Let's go let's go look at that. All right, so he leads you all outside in your parkas uh, and, and then has Nith take you back to the fake boulder uh, and down into the cold basement. I follow happily into the basement. Mm -hmm. um, if I put in the new um, teleportation that we have, he won't be able to memorize it, right? Uh, he's actually going to leave before you do that. Um, oh, okay. Once you show him how the thing works and all that stuff, he's like, "Great!" Uh, and he offers to give you your privacy as you as you leave. Thanks. Uh, so feel Thank free to leave, feel free to leave your parkas here. Hmm. Okay. Well, I'll fold up my parka, set it I to the side. Fold up my parka and put it on top of Nicholas's parka. <laughs> so that was interesting and completely unexpected. What happened? He's Kalistar. I don't, do you all know what what's Kalistar? Yeah, what's, what's I don't think you've told them that what a Kalistar is. We just know <laughs> he has special powers. <laughs> Unfortunately, I think Nithis did make that mistake. He <laughs> <laughs> is so shocked. Because yeah. she is unsettled. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm Kalistar. That's what I am. Okay. <laughs> I like this new Bradley. You guys ready to go? Let's try this new celebrity squad. I have many questions, but we can get to them later. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. In a place where it's warmer. It's very cold here. Um, all right. I use the new teleportation scroll. The scroll, or do you just? Oh, you're going. Simple. You're going. You're going. You're just going straight to the new one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I use the new symbol. Symbol. Thank you. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. Well, this is actually good. I have to pee, so let's. <laughs> All right. So you uh, you put in the new symbol. Reality melts away. We take a bathroom break. Yeah. All right. Reality reforms around you. Uh, and you find yourself surprise, surprise, uh, in a stasis locked room. Um, though this one is a little more interesting because the room you're in, um, so it is stasis, but um, there's actually parts outside of the stasis field where you actually see ruined timber and you can actually see out through it. Like a window? Uh, more like the room you're in is in a building that is not in great shape. Oh, okay. Uh, you do see doors. Um, you do see another um, device, uh, teleportation device. Okay. And scrolls? Uh, you don't see any. 88, Gwen, would you like to <laughs> go ahead and take a look? 
Do you have I know, to unseal the place before we can look around? Um, every time they've been in the room that we're in. Uh, you've had to, you, have, you do have to unseal because it's the, uh, the seal just goes around the teleportation area. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, usually it's double sealed though. Though oh. you get the idea based on the damage that this one may just be single sealed. Okay. Well, let's see what happens. Unseal. All right. Uh, uh, a cooler breeze blows through. Um, uh, the ro room you're in kind of groans a little bit with the wind. Oh. Uh, as you look out through the is from your vantage point uh, through the kind of hole in the wall, you can see other ruined buildings nearby, though it's, you don't have a great view of them through here. Okay. I'll look around. I will uh, search roll, for hidden yes, things. Roll me perception checks if you're going to search for hidden things. Oh, no, 19. I'm just looking casually. 19. I rolled really well. Dead perception, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Mine's not going to be anything to write home about. 16. Uh, the highest was a 19? Yep, Gwen. Yeah. Uh, you don't find any scrolls or anything else for that matter. Hmm. Um, uh, Brinley, what did you get? Oh. Um, <laughs> what check is this again? Perception. Perception. Uh, 27. Whoa. Uh, you also don't find any scrolls. Um, mm -hmm. Though, as you are looking out the hole in the wall, you do catch the sight of a couple of ruined onion domes nearby. Onion? Huh. Uh, so you have a pretty good idea of that, and then the uh, ruined, the catastrophic nature. You have a pretty good idea of where you are. Where are we? Um, you are in Sujerus. You're you're ninety eight percent sure of that, uh, and based on the state of the city that you're in and the former opulence of the structures around you, uh, you are you would guess that you are in the forsaken ruins of Mardu, the former capital of Sujerus. <laughs> I think we're in Sujerus. Um, Mardu, is particularly. Is it the city that? Veracast basically destroyed. Yeah. Ooh, this is featured in this story. It was Mardu before it was Solaria, right? Or uh, it's where it's it's the uh, city that's in Lorraine. Lorraine. Oh, wait, uh, never mind. Uh, Veracast uh, based his invasion of Lorraine out of Sujerus, out of the city of Mardu. Uh, oh, Mardu, yes. Mardu is the city where Veracast got his undead army. That's true. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that did nothing because Veracast. <laughs> Did his thing at the end. <laughs> mm -hmm. <clears throat> oh, was this where the great necropolis was? Yes. Ah. Okay. Um. I would like to take a look at the teleportation device. Mm -hmm. Is it movable? It is. Uh, it is attached. Could I find a way to unattach it and then use one of my teleportation scrolls to move it? Um, roll me an arcana check. Gladly. Arcana. Nope. That's a 13. Um, I will say that 
because it's tied into the floor, um, pretty much if you remove it, it will destroy the device. Okay. It, do I think that I could get someone with enough expertise here to remove it for me? Without destroying it? Mm -hmm. No. Okay. Bummer. Okay. Bummer. That said, without the without the you know scrolls, it's useless. It's except you know, it basically will give people who know teleportation circles a free use of the spell. It can't actually go back to your place. Yeah, I just was hoping I could put it somewhere new, hmm. but that's not a thing. Somewhere a little less creaky. Lower <laughs> yeah. what? A little less creaky. Creaky? Yeah, yeah. like this building the is building. groaning in the wind. Oh yeah, this building is uh, unstable. <laughs> you could always uh, import a bunch of kobolds, fix the building. Mm, I guess that's a thought. <laughs> Uh, Brindley, you know why that would be a bad idea, though I imagine they wouldn't know. Why would it be a bad idea? Um, because this place is forsaken. It's, oh it's yeah, forsaken. it's forsaken. And um, strange noises are often heard there at night. It's a little unsettling here. <laughs> <laughs> and coming from Brindley, that's saying a lot. <clears throat> have you been here before Brindley? No, but I've heard of it. Um, well, <clears throat> I guess we're kind of at a dead end, unfortunately. Do you guys want to look around? It's a forsaken city. I'm not super excited about it. What time is it? Uh, I spent the morning fixing the carriage. Probably spent a couple hours. It, it's it's getting to be late in the day. Is it the same time zone? Yeah, same, it's just due north of you. It may be uh, worthwhile to look around. However, we should not linger anytime close to sunset. Agreed. Um, this building that we're in, you said it was real creaky. Mm -hmm. um, how close are we? To, are we closer here to East Hill than we would be in Dusk Manor? Uh, the map. Um, of course, this map doesn't have cities on it, so it's not the most helpful, but... Uh, no, we wouldn't be. No. Um, but I believe, if I recall correctly, Mardu is kind of on the western side, kind of probably near the S of Sujurus, the big S. So... So no. Okay. Just a thought. We'd have to go south through Dathilian, the big elvish forest. Which means you'd have to go down the river because <laughs> they don't let people they don't let people just go through those woods. Yeah. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. I guess look around. You kind of want to see where the see around around the nearby area. Okay, Was I didn't hear either of you. Matt was on talk. Sean, what did you say? Oh, Sean. Oh, um, I and I do kind of want to see where the stories happened. That would be cool. I thought this wasn't where stories happened. No, I mean the heroes happened. of the heroes of New Haven. 
this is uh, one of the one of the sites of the battle against Veracast. Okay. I wonder if there are still scorch marks. Is there is there a door leading out? You of weren't here? actually yeah. here, Sean. There there is a door leading out of here. I will very carefully. Only Veracast was here. Yeah, you guys never made it to Mardu uh, yourselves, but oh, I thought it was. I thought there was. Uh, no, that was, was Solaria. Was oh, that was Solaria. Yeah, in Lorraine. Yeah. Lorraine. Yeah. Never mind. Still, I'm going to very carefully open the door so as to not bring the entire place crumbling down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, it opens. Um, Go in. You don't. You don't really feel uh, any. You know the building doesn't grow anomalously or anything like that. Uh, the, you, the, uh, the smell of like kind of mildew and rot fills your nostrils as you step into this sort of. You open the door and there's just sort of uh, you know fungus and molds and things like that growing everywhere in this hallway. Gross. Uh, yeah. The room you're in didn't have it uh, much in that. You know, it was pretty well protected by the stasis seal, but the rest of this is, yeah, pretty pretty gross. Looking around, what sort of building are we in? Uh, oh, so you're inside the building. That's where the door goes inside the building. Yep. Uh, you would gather it's some sort of um, manor or mansion, your man, like a kind of brownstone style mansion. Your family sure had nice places. The last one was a frozen wasteland, and this one's haunted. Where <laughs> you got that opinion? <laughs> I mean, they were nice when you were using them. Yeah. We search. Haunted, haunted house, a frozen wasteland. A temple. A nice, nice Zen temple. Yeah. Surrounded by wolves. A big, a big manor. So we're looking around. Mm -hmm. okay. So do you want to poke around this building or do you want to poke around the city? Building first, I think. This is the place where we're most likely to find other scrolls or things that might be useful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, uh, you, uh, you walk around. Um, uh, you... Uh, Find some stairs that are missing. You find like you see the banister, but the steps have long since rotted away. Uh, you go into another room and you see that the floor above has caved in, uh, so you can actually see up a level. Uh, um, if you want to kind of poke through the rubble, go ahead and make a perception check. If everyone else is poking, I'm poking. Yeah. Oh wow! Ooh, thirty. Wow, oh, Moses. Nice. <laughs> no way I'm going to roll anything near that. I check every fireplace for hidden doors. Yeah. <laughs> 23. Um, find a hidden door in the hidden door. <laughs> I mean, I feel bad that it was such a good roll, but there's really there's not nothing much, there. There's nothing <laughs> to find. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's been picked over by scavengers years ago <laughs> i will say with your 30 you you figure out that's you figured that out like yeah you're just like oh yeah this place has been like thoroughly picked over by ghosts <laughs> i said the man under question 
<laughs> I do not believe there is anything of value left here. Um, there's no more scrolls. Hmm. Okay. Uh, well, you want to head back? Or we do, do we want to look at the city? Because it's probably the same, right? Uh, yeah, the city is um, the city is in a very advanced state of disrepair. Uh, it looks like you got maybe an hour before sunrise set. or sunset. Well, I was going to say, we don't want to be here at night. <laughs> Specifically. We should probably not linger. Places tend to be forsaken for a reason. Shall we? Sure. Sure. <laughs> hey, 88. Yes. Have you ever seen anything like this teleportation circle device? I have not. Do you think that um, if they were given one to study, the people at Altaria would be able to replicate it? Because this isn't something normal, right, Chris? Uh, it's, well, especially considering the era it's from, it's extraordinary. But like today, people don't have these kind of circles. Um, there, there are teleportation magical items, but yeah, nothing, you've never heard of anything like this in particular. Okay. If given enough time, perhaps. Okay. That's a thought to have. I'm certain that someone at the university would probably pay quite a large sum of money for uh, access to such a magical item. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, here's one in a forsaken area where it's not going to bother us at all. The thought to have. I didn't think, think, think of the money making potential. I didn't realize that Nithis was going to be actually so much into her merchant background. That's what's great about DD is it takes you places you don't expect. <laughs> there is yeah. a possibility though that your network of teleportation circles may be compromised. Oh no I don't like that. Fair enough. I don't like that at all. Eh, something to think about. <laughs> it's been a lot to think about this episode. <laughs> um, I'll go ahead and teleport us back. All right, you uh, make it back um, to your, your, your basement. Everything is as you would expect it. Okay. Uh, it's a little closer to sunset here because you're further to the south. <laughs> as you as you come up the stairs, uh, Blair's in the kitchen. He says, "Ah, welcome back, Master Nithis. Uh, you received no mail or no shipment since you left." <laughs> Understandable. Cool. One of the one of these days that that spiel is going to change, and we're all going to freak out. <laughs> very surprised. Um, well, um, I'll get started on dinner. Um, any special requests this evening? No. no. All right. The usual fare for two of you, nothing for one of you, and something bland for the last one. I'm on it. Have, have we determined if these um, teleportation thingies, the sand trick, works for any of us, too, or is it just Nithis? Well, you have to be able to cast a spell. Right? No. Nope. I don't know. Nope. You haven't you haven't tested it. <laughs> Not played with it. Okay. 
So far, I know this has been the only one that used it. But. That might be worth trying out, too. Be at least be able to get ourselves back here in an emergency if we if one of us, if the rest of us can use it too. Hmm. I mean, it's a moot point now. We're not going to be using them, unfortunately. All right. Um, so, does anybody have anything they'd like to do that evening after Blair serves dinner? No. I think I'll go into the library mm -hmm. and I'll look for like old songbooks or stuff like that. All right, roll me uh, an investigation. All right, so are you just going to try to find it by chance by looking at things, or are you going to try to use the library's organization system? First one's perception, second one's investigation. I think just poking around, seeing what happens. All right, roll me a perception check. <laughs> no. I had a good fun time in the library, and I didn't learn nothing. <laughs> What is Nithis doing? Uh, Nithis has grabbed a bottle of whiskey. She's going to sit out on the back porch again. Because it's summer, right? It's getting yeah. nice. Yeah. It's good, it's good porch <laughs> weather. Good, good porch at night weather. I'm going to live vicariously through my D&D &D character during <laughs> wet and damp times. All right. Uh, 88 is going to join Nithis. She enjoys her beverage. Uh, her, her bottle her exactly. bottle. bottle of bottle. beverage <laughs> uh, he's going to sit down and say Nithis may I ask you for your assessment on something sure not what I expected how would you rate my performance as a friend <laughs> um I don't typically rate friends' performance. Would you say that I have been adequate or that I need improvement? Adequate? <laughs> I, I don't have many friends, 88. I had- Nor do I. Yeah, I had subordinates. Um, I guess I was friends with a good number of them, but You've done nothing wrong at all. And friendship is not a pass-fail. It's something that you continue to work on. So, you know, if you make a mistake, you just work to fix it. Doesn't make you a failure. Said Caitlin to herself many years ago. <laughs> <laughs> not even anywhere close to your... 90 day evaluation 88 so <laughs> are, are I you believe... oh, go ahead I was, I was gonna say are you concerned that you're not being a good friend or just don't have the experience of it I have I was concerned after what happened with Brinley I feel like oh. I failed in my duty to protect her oh no that was a shit show there was nothing that we were going to be able to do to fix that. That was a shit show. Still, I often find myself thinking that I could have done something different. I mean, 
it is the responsibility of friends to protect one another, yes? True, but the only way you would have been able to protect her was if you stopped her from doing something she wanted to do. Which is... Uh, can be questionable. Sometimes people make choices and they have to live with the consequences and so do the people around them. And Brinley made a rash decision to go after Zori the way she did, but I can't say I wouldn't have made the same and probably ended up in the same position. So it's really, it was a shit show, but also shit happens. It's a theme. It was a themed battle. But I, I don't think you could have done better. You, you, could, you can't predict the future. Couldn't have known what she was going to get into. You know? That is true. And I guess I understand that you feel guilt for it, but that's normal. Because we don't want our friends to suffer in any way. Does that help? It does. Thank you. May I ask you another question? Nithis takes a deep drink. Yes. <laughs> have, have you come to any... No, how do I want to phrase this? <laughs> have you decided on a course of action you wish to pursue regarding Lucia and Drith? No, God, I don't know what to do about that at all. I mean, on the one hand, she's a vampire and like one really strong that at this point we probably couldn't do anything about anyway. But on the other hand, there's like a yeah, do what? <laughs> I think that was Paul. Sorry, <laughs> 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 uh, what, what did you say? Uh, at this point, things are in stasis. And I mean, we can't 100% take her on her word, but she insists that no one has died. So it sucks. I don't know what to do. I think at this point, we don't have much of a choice but to let her do whatever she wants because she could kill us real quick. But as for future plans, I have no idea, man. No idea. What do you think? I would like to find a solution that is best for all involved. I, I don't know. I mean, right now it's obviously best for the vampires, but anything we do to upset their status quo is not the best for them, you know? If we, if we involve ourselves, someone's going to lose. You know? That would depend on how we involve ourselves. Fair. If I we just... try to force a fight, then yes, almost certainly innocent people will die. Yeah. However, I am hopeful we can come to a better solution. I would like for there to be a way for the townspeople and the vampires to coexist. I don't know if the vampires are going to let something like that happen. I think that, in their opinion, coexistence is already happening. 
I believe that they are scared. The vampires? Yes. Really? I didn't get when that I much. spoke to Lucia, she said that any time she has revealed her presence to people in the past, they have tried to destroy her. I believe she may have deep-seated trust issues. She is a vampire. You know. Does that imply deep-seated trust issues? Uh, it, it implies natural deceit. So. I was unaware that that was a necessary characteristic of being a vampire. Well, uh, by default they lie about who they are in order to attack people and feed that's what they do did one at one point in the existence of vampires did they try to be upfront about it maybe but <clears throat> i mean once doesn't mean anything the rest of their existence is based on predation so you know you don't take a murderer and say hey we want to make sure he gets something out of this too I believe that is an unfair comparison. Is it though? I believe it is. Vampires do not need to kill in order to survive. Uh. And I believe that if they were not forced to, if they believed that they could exist in a symbiotic relationship with the people of Drith, then they might be more, more open to having a more equitable relationship. I don't know that it's impossible for that to be true for Lucia, but I think as a general rule, vampires are probably not open to that sort of arrangement. Lucia seems pretty decent, I guess, for a vampire. Maybe, I don't know. I'm also weirded out that my family apparently was buddies with her, so that's, there's that to consider as well. Do you think perhaps that Lucia is more emblematic of vampires than you believe, and that simply you are engaging in harmful stereotypes? I mean, it's certainly possible, but also you don't let a murderer in the front door, you know? People who are weaker need to protect themselves more, and Lucia is not someone who needs to protect herself except for maybe emotional hurt, because... She's pretty high up on that, uh, on that, um, what's the... Food what's chain? The, food chain, thank you. I was like, what's the <laughs> word for existence? <laughs> She's pretty high up there. She doesn't have many natural predators. And I'm not saying... Huh? I would argue she has none. Yeah, yeah. However, uh, that does not mean she is without vulnerabilities. I don't know, man. Like, I get it. I get it. It would be nice if everyone could just sing Kumbaya and be happy, but that's not the way things usually work out. And I just don't know where we're going to end up. Maybe she will be open to some sort of solution that we can offer, or maybe she'll say fuck off and she won't change anything and then those people are still just going to continue to live in ignorance and, you know, as blood bags, unless we do something about it. Blood bag is what they called me in college. <laughs> gross. <laughs> so gross. <laughs> uh, but I mean, I don't disagree with you. I'm just very skeptical and 
very cautious because Lucia pretty much holds all the cards. She can do whatever she wants. You know? Yes. Which is why I can hope I hope we can convince her that there is a better way. I mean, it's worth a shot. We'll see. I don't know. That sounds like a dangerous undertaking. But how so? I mean, I don't know. What What are you going to do if she refuses? There is nothing that I can do. I mean, we could get strong enough and go after her. I see. I am conflicted over mm-hmm. whether destroying Lucia and the other vampires is the morally correct thing to do. As sentient beings, they have a right to exist. I just, I keep going back to the murder analogy, you know. It, everyone has a right to exist, but their actions kind of define that right in a different way you know I do not disagree with you (sighs) I guess it really depends on what she says to any proposal we make to her until then we can't really come to a conclusion as to what we we might want to do about it one way or the other that fair? That makes sense. It's a tough nut to crack. I don't know why I said that. Sean loved it, though. (laughs) Apparently, Sean fucking loved it. (laughs) So, yeah. I'm on a roll. Any other questions? Not at this moment. Cool. Anyway, eighty-eight's like, wait until they have a couple of drinks in them, and then ask them the moral <laughs> and friendship <laughs> questions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. All right. I'll probably, I'll probably go to bed like around ten or so. All right. Gwyn, uh, Brindley, either of you have anything you want to do, or are you just going to retire for the evening? During this time, Brindley has been sitting on his seat at the table, and sometime between when they started and when they went up for bed, she just kind of like crossed her arms and fell asleep. Oh. <laughs> so wait, you're in, inside in the kitchen? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. She's still, no, in the dining room. She's still sitting at the dining room table because no one told her to do anything else. If we walk past her, I'll nudge 88 to maybe move her to her bed. (laughs) I will pick Brinley up and carry her up to bed. (laughs) Resolve this shit. Not Uh, an issue from Brinley is very unsettling. Yeah. Um, A couple of hours later, 88, as you're keeping sentry outside of Brinley's room, uh, 
Lair floats up and says, uh, oh, Master 88. Um, just wanted to let you know that scurvy vampire is out there <laughs> waiting for you. Uh, I'm sure he'll go away in five minutes if... I could throw a stick at him if that would help, sir. <laughs> Please do not throw anything at the vampires, especially an object made of wood. Yeah. God. Well, I just assumed they would be afraid of it. That's why I suggested it. Yes, I do not want the vampires to fear us. As you wish, Master 88. You know best. And he conjures a little spectral feather duster and floats back downstairs. <laughs> Wearing a frilly black and white apron. All right. Of course it is. Okay. It is the 19th of Sylvia and it is a sun's day. Cool. Uh, Brindley, how'd you sleep last night? slept. <laughs> Mostly laying down. <laughs> <laughs> so we're headed to Carthol today? I've had a thought, if you wouldn't mind entertaining it. Sure. It may be faster and easier to return to East Hill if we went to Hokkaido and sought someone to uh, and, and, oh God, brain, why did you just fail me? <laughs> uh, and sought a teleportation for higher service. We have the money for that? We might. Do we know about what teleportation services for hire would cost us? I will look that up. <laughs> I mean, while he looks that up, how much money do we have collectively? Because I only got like 50 gold left. I spent all that money for that resurrection. I have uh, the equivalent of 1,525 gold pieces and five silver pieces. Oh, I've got 600. And, and if we go back to Hokkaido, I can try and get some extra money for the sword trade. For the what? Remember the, the guy that wanted to trade my sword for... Um, a different sword? Yeah, you should ask for way more money than he was offering you. Like, triple. Yeah. Well, I mean, that could be added funding, though, if it's mm -hmm. really expensive. I have no money. Yeah. Yeah. We could try to find Micaiah's worshippers and hold them upside down by their feet until money falls out. I think that sounds like a battle rather than a shakedown, because I'm not going to just tickle a Micaiah's work worshiper yeah i i figured as much i think it's important that we get to east hill as quickly as possible as much as i would love to blow up some achaeus worshipers you could also um how much money do you all have uh like 1600 1800 something like that well, I've got 1,500. Gwyn has 600. And I've got 50. <laughs> yeah, like 2,100 gold. Okay. We could also ask if your friend, the uh, the priest that you owe a favor to, has a 
um, <clears throat> someone we might be able to get teleportation from cheap. I mean, we could ask, but I don't know about asking for any more favors. I would prefer to just go one favor to one person at a time. It's if at all a, possible. More of a referral. Well, and the and the sooner we fix Brindley, the sooner you can get on your paying off your debt. I've also got to get some fucking cloth from Windhaven somehow. It's <laughs> true. Mm -hmm. Did I tell you guys about that? Mm -hmm. I don't know if you. I uh, did. I don't think so. Yeah, just so you guys know, at some point I need to figure out how to get a shipment of cloth from my family to Hokkaido. FYI. Or that here to the quite manor. difficult. Yeah. But that's how I got that diamond for 450. Couldn't you just teach your family the uh, um, like use your your mind powers to teach your family the symbol for the do you know uh, about my family's mind powers? <laughs> I think that Gwen does not. Yeah. Sean does. Yeah, nobody knows about my family's mind power. <laughs> so that might be. Uh, we do know that they have mind powers because we definitely asked them if they were talking to each other in their brains at dinner. Yeah. I think you. I think you know that. I, I think you, you all know that they could do it like in the same room. I don't know that you know that they can do it from like. Uh, okay. Yeah. I have the... limitations on mine. It's ninety feet for me. <clears throat> Except with that. Well, a Sean idea then is you could just teach them the symbol. Yeah, they could send nobody it. else in my family is a magic user. Yeah, but anybody that can cast teleportation circle, right? They could hire somebody to ship you. Well, I don't like the idea of giving strangers that uh, that secret, super secret teleportation address. Right. Don't like. Very cautious. You could have your family install a teleportation circle in their basement. That takes a lot of time. Takes a year. Yeah. Um, I can give you some bad ideas if you want some bad oh, ideas. <laughs> I think we always want bad ideas. <laughs> you could buy a big balloon. Well, you do know uh, an ancient voice that uh, is able to manipulate nope. teleportation spells. Nope. Yeah. Nope. 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 Don't like. <laughs> Avi exists, and that is going to be that for right now. <laughs> you do uh, know a very powerful entity that comes to parlay once an evening. Yeah. That also went really poorly the last time. Thankfully, my whiskey was able to rescue that a little bit. I thought it would fine. We didn't die. <laughs> um, Brindley, well, Brindley used it. Brindley knows, but maybe doesn't, you know, have emotions for somebody in the Windhavian government. <laughs> oh, her booty call? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who could potentially hire or, you know, uh, get a certain person who knows a certain tree in a certain <laughs> forest. <laughs> That's a problem for the future. What about those teleportation services? How much would those cost us? You would have to find somebody to negotiate that. Ugh. It won't be cheap. Well, I mean, that's that's the question. Then, are we? Do we want to spend potentially all our money on that, or just hoof it? 
how long did, did we say it was going to take? Eight days to get there? Mm-hmm. I mean, just going to Hokkaido would probably take us a full day, right? Yeah. I don't know. I think we just go old school. And I mean, if something terrible happens, I can teleport us. I can get us elsewhere. We don't have to use the devices for me to get back to that location. Right. That's true. Yeah, you guys can get home or to Hokkaido or Frosthold or to Mardu, especially if you like, because I know that's where you really want to get back to. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime. Yeah. All right. Well, what do you think, 88? If that is what the group thinks is best, then that is what we should do. Yeah, I don't like the idea of potentially giving up so much more money just in case, you know? <laughs> Says the lady with 50 bucks in her pocket. Right? <laughs> I mean, there's a reason I'm saying that because I only got 50 bucks in my pocket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Um, I will ask Blair to pack us provisions. Non-spoilery things. Uh, trail rations, of course. Thanks, Blair. Uh, will you need any um, other accoutrements? Um, tents? Uh, clothing for the cold? Hopefully not. Um, tents would probably be good. I will... I will load up the carriage or the cart. Your choice. I think we decided on the carriage, right? Since we mm-hmm. put everything into it. Wouldn't the carriage be faster? I think. I mean, it's. it's to say it's your it's horses either way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's no difference. But the carriage is covered and, and comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Is there like an awning for the driver? Oh, uh, no, but you could make one. I'm going to make an awning because I'm going to be the driver. <laughs> I mean, that'll take me, what, like an hour or two? Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So do you just want to spend uh, the rest of this day uh, getting ready to leave? <clears throat> That's what we need to do, yeah? Sure. Yeah. So there's, when I bought Winchester, did I buy him with a saddle and stuff? Didn't we retcon that, that you didn't buy him, you summoned him? No, he, he bought him. He just uh, summoned Steed, Steed uh, just imparted it into his dog he already owned. Uh, I thought you did? Yeah, yeah. He, 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 he bought him as a riding dog, so. Oh, Okay. Maybe I just didn't. You don't have to. I don't think it's in your inventory. It doesn't, yeah. doesn't necessarily need to be. Okay. I feel like I should get him some. No, nah, it just seems dumb. Hmm. I was going to get him some barding, but that seems kind of stupid. <laughs> I, mean, I assume he's just going to ride in the carriage with you. Right? Yeah. The horses are much faster than puppy dog I might do uh go out and do scouting and stuff though 
Are you though? I don't know, maybe. <laughs> Depends on what kind of trouble we get into. <laughs> All right, well, I will help out with little things, no, you know, no, whatever I can help with. Packing and such. Mm -hmm. All right, so um, what sort of route are you going to take? Well, we've so got guys... to go around Drift, but then pretty much straight north, right? Mm -hmm. Where so are we going to? You can also go straight north from here to the foothills, then west. Uh... Might be easy. That might be better just because that would keep us from even going in the direction of Drift. How, how long will it take us to get out of the forest? Oh, some time. <laughs> God. Um, I need to really put a scale on this thing. <laughs> Give me a sec. Are these mountains north of us part of the Iron Hills or is the Iron yep. Hills further east? Yep. Those are, um, so the Iron Hills are, um, yeah, are those foothills. Uh, that are make up the border, one of the natural borders between Pericles and Carthalia. So, yeah. So we would go north and then skirt the Iron Hills mm -hmm. around to Eastwatch. Um, well, and um, the Iron Hills is actually, if you if you don't go straight back to East Hill, actually, I guess this is something I should have brought up a while back. Point of order. Um, uh, Brindley's parents took her to the Iron Hills to meet that old lady. Oh. Oh, I thought that was in the woods by East Hill. No, no, she had. It was a. It was a journey. They had to go south oh. down past the river. Oh well, then we oh. need to be there. I yeah. thought we were going back to East Hill because that's where the lady was. Right. That's. I thought the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. In that case, um, where is Vatka? Vatka? What is Vatka? Uh, Vatka is the dwarven town oh. that 88 spent some time in. Um, oh. uh, let me pull up my bigger map here. Um, I always thought the Iron Hills, uh, those, those dwarven lands were, um, I'm going to just put it as a, a shape here on the map. We're kind of uh, around th this area. Okay. Where the blue circle is? Yeah. Uh, and you guys are heading kind of in this area. So. Oh, so we're kind of down here? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you guys are down there. We're in that forest. Okay. Uh, you do have to, you probably don't want to cut, you probably do want to go around the mountains though and not go straight through them. That would be pretty bad. Uh, but we don't know where in the Iron Hills this right. woman was, right? Correct. Mm. 
do we know? Well, no, they, I mean, they told us about going into the, going to the witch, but she, they didn't say, or the hag, but they didn't say, they didn't really describe it, right? Mm -mm. Okay. All right. Um, all right, this being the case. And they strongly discouraged you from going, so they were very vague about the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, 88 will suggest if we are headed through the Iron Hills and we are searching for a hag who lives in that area, I do know uh, some people in the town of Vetka that may be of assistance to us. Okay. And where's the town of Vetka again? That's it's where the, the, blue circle blue circle. the blue circle. Okay. I mean, we have to skirt mountains. around the mountains to the northern face. Could we get to the river and go up the river to to Vetka? I imagine that would be a little quicker. I don't know river speed versus land speed how that works out. Um, you would be going against the current, against so the it, current. Would, it would it would okay. be slow. I mean, okay. I think going around and skirting the mountains. Yeah, I, here, here's the here's the story. Um, just to remind Entire you, so here's exactly what Brindley's mom said. The story was. Yes. So, because uh, I didn't have it written down. So Brindley knew that she was very sick, nearly uh, dying of the same disease that killed her sister. So her mother traveled to see an old mystic woman who lives in the foothills, Iron Hills, uh, who told her to take the baby to a remote mountain stream and dip her in the water while reciting an incantation. So she did and brought the baby back home and put her in the crib. The next day she was healed. So. Gotcha. And the next day she was blue. Mm -hmm. yeah. Minor, so, minor side note. <laughs> it was a side effect of the water spell that made the baby look a little bit different. Isn't that weird? <laughs> mm -hmm. Ha 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 ha. Turnips are really coming in nice this year, aren't they? <laughs> That's verbatim from the, uh, from the script Amanda gave me. <laughs> so we're talking about going up and then around like that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, that's not much different than we would have taken, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. I mean, yeah, looks good to me. And I mean, 88, once we get closer to um, Bathka, you'll be able to guide us, right? Because you know the area? That is correct. Yeah, 88, you're actually fairly, you're very familiar with that um, area between Altaria and Carthol along the river. You've traveled that many times. So. Mm -hmm. Was Wasn't there a... Um like an abandoned city right about yay where what about where this little dot is oh, oh goodness uh, the map changed <laughs> clefalia yep right is that worth stopping in to resupply the well abandoned... that doesn't exist anymore it's an abandoned city right it's ruins yeah yeah I don't know. I mean, I don't know what kind of supplies. I mean, you'd have it, we could go up there, to Palafor. Yeah, there's not guaranteed that there will be supplies there, but it's something you could do for sure. Yeah. So, are we? Do we? Do we want to go 
around the mountains through the, the hills or around the hills? I thought we, the one that you had on there. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's through the hills. Does it make a difference? <clears throat> I don't know. I, Not I unless you want to go to Palafor for some reason. <clears throat> which I don't know that we do. That's like, a, it's mainly like a farming community, right? Um, no, it's a, uh, or it's a mining town. Filaria is the uh, mining or the farm town. But yeah, it's a, it's a mining town. They, they mine a lot of ore there, ship it down to the Tamar. I'm just thinking about it from Gwen's perspective. He did most of his living underground and then used commercial transportation <laughs> to get to New Haven. So he doesn't have a lot of experience in overland travel. All right. So it sounds like North uh through the then through the hills um and then stop you i mean no reason to not stop through clefalia on the way and if you want to ex explore the old abandoned city um and then whatever might be there waiting for us yeah so well, yeah who knows what's that whatever horrors might be there waiting for us <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure the town wasn't abandoned for no reason. Of course not. Right? But yeah, we can pass probably have to go around Drith and then yeah, we'd pass right by it. Mm -hmm. Cool. cool. Alright, well, you all um, spend the rest of the day getting ready to leave. Um, uh, Blair makes a big, uh, a larger than normal supper uh, to, so you guys are well, well, uh, well fed before you leave. Um, you'll all rest for one more evening. Um, uh, anybody do anything that evening, or do you just rest? Just uh, rest. I have an idea. <sighs> uh oh. <laughs> yeah. It's not a bad idea. It's just a curiosity. I'm going to type it down, though. It's not important to the session. All right. Okay. Matthew, what about you? Did you say that you wanted to... Uh, yep. Yeah. About midnight. Mm -hmm. uh, idiot's going to wander out. Mm -hmm. And when the uh, vampire shows up, mm -hmm. uh, he'll simply say, if you would, please, let Lucia know we will be departing tomorrow. Mm. However, we will not be traveling in the direction of Drith. Uh, well, it's actually, as you come out, you're surprised to see Lucia herself is standing oh, there. Well, all right then. Mm -hmm. Good evening. Good evening. She says, um, I stopped by last night as well, but no one, no one came out to say hello. Oh, I'm very sorry. I did not expect you to come yourself. Oh, I had such a good time chatting with you the other day that I... I must admit that life does get boring from time to time. So these little these little excitements happen. It's good to embrace them. Would you like some more whiskey? She uh, reaches into her, her, her coat and pulls out a flask. She says, I, I came with my own. <laughs> Lucy and I are just going to be great friends if we can ever get over this one. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. She, she uh, unscrews the top and takes a sip of it. She says... Um, she says, so, um, you're leaving? Yes, we will be leaving tomorrow. 
I wish to inform you so that you do not think that we were trying to approach the city. Mm. She says, um, going anywhere fun? That remains to be seen. She says, um, well, you won't, you won't encounter any trouble for me and mine. She says, um, I do so look forward to working something out with you all. You seem like an interesting bunch, spirited folk. Thank you. I am also hopeful that we can come to an arrangement that is beneficial for everyone. She says, uh, I'm sure we can. She says, uh, she says, it's good to have strong allies in these woods. I imagine so. Well, it sounds like you're not ready to negotiate and uh, unfortunately sober. So... <laughs> Anything else? Any witty repartee? I am not as adept at repartee as Nithis. <laughs> I apologize. That's all right. She says, um, she says, um, by the way, what happened to your friend? That is what we are investigating. Uh, she says, uh, I still think it's a hag. You would not be the first to suspect that. She says, um, well, good luck. Oh, and uh, free piece of advice. Uh, if you do come across a hag, do not make a deal with her. Unlike me, they cannot be trusted. And with that, she turns into mist and floats off. Really wish I could turn into mist and float off to Word. conversations. I'd never work again. <laughs> I, I would the, never. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. The is, is the whiskey something that appears in the refreshing closet, or is it like? Is there actually like a cellar with? There, the there's bottles? actually a cellar with them. Okay. All right. Uh, it's just going to go back upstairs and rest for the evening. All right. All right. So the next day, you awaken early. Um, you find that Blair has packed the carriage for you, full of uh, rations and supplies and camping gear, uh, a spare wheel uh, that he's attached to the back of it. Nice. You, Matt, you asked that question, and now I'm imagining Nithis getting just crocked hammered off of. <laughs> like super premium thousand year old whiskeys. <laughs> like, oh damn it. <laughs> what I a mean, waste. I have this ancestral home. I may as well take advantage of the alcohol. <laughs> yeah. Um barrel eject annuals too. So Second you thing. all um get into the carriage. The ca the suspension in the carriage strains a bit as eighty eight gets in. Uh <laughs> Gwyn and uh, Gwyn and Winchester hop in along with uh, uh, Brinley is led in there, I guess, probably. <laughs> I'll go in there. Sounds uh, fine. And um, yeah, Nithis hops up on top. Uh, you load up um, oh, Stinkering, or, uh, Cob Cobbler and um, 
Custard. Custard, thank you. Custard and Cobbler. Uh, and you begin to head north through the woods. Um, and that is where we'll put a bit in this session and where we'll start next time with you on the road. Hopefully we can get lost and almost killed by hill giants. <laughs> or not. <laughs> not. Not. Listen, like I feel really cold out. <laughs> You know, this is not a safe space for me anymore. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Chris, I have a bunch of Vatka stuff I'll have to chat with you about okay. before we go um, there. It'll probably be, you've got a couple sessions, I would imagine, before we get there. So but do let me right. know. I, I don't think you'll be getting there next time. So. I gotta make myself some notes because I thought of things and I'll never ever remember them. Yes, yes, you were writing stuff down. <laughs> if, it, if it's stuff to send to me, send it to me. Did you have anything like pre-made for that town, or am I free to? You're free to go go crazy. Awesome. I'll fill in whatever whatever blanks you leave me. Oh boy. Cool. All right, everyone, good for next week. Yes, yep. should be. All right. Oh, I'll see you all there. Same bat time, same bat channel. Same bat channel.